Three, two, one. Shit, what episode is it? It's been so long. Uh, seventy four. Seventy four. Episode one. <laughs> season two. Episode one. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I didn't change any of our colors. Uh, We're gonna fine. do that. All right, we had ambitious plans. Uh, three, <laughs> two, one. I was thinking Kelly Green. Ah, you keep cutting me off. I'm going to leave all this in. Three, two, one. <laughs> Welcome to episode 74, or as we're calling it, season two, episode one of All the Small Takes. We're here late, very late. It's 9.57 Eastern time on election night, Tuesday, November 6th. I'm here with John and Cooper. Guys, how's it going? It's been a minute since we podcasted. It has. I totally forgot that. I haven't talked to you guys since Caitlin and I drove through what I'm convinced this was Hawkins, Indiana, like a bunch of weekends ago um, in the middle of the night. So that was pretty wild. But yeah, it's going okay. Did you experience the upside down? Um, I experienced a town of like 5,000 people with, I think, three bowling alleys and an actual gaming arcade um, along the main strip. Checks out. Yeah. Was there wild. a strange building with like a very high government fencing and like do not enter signs? There was. Mm. There was. All right. On this on this week's episode of Serial, uh, Cooper, how are you? <laughs> I'm in a a place of sports sports uh, purgatory. Right now, I think is what I've officially decided. I think this is the uh, it's the worst Ohio State team Urban Myers had. So this is new territory for me. Uh, Manchester United is atrocious. Uh, the FC Cincinnati season's over. The Cavs are one and nine. I haven't yet watched LeBron play basketball. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, that's that. And there goes the good mood we had. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, you guys, I guess. We took a month off in observance of playoff baseball, so I appreciate that. <laughs> that's that's the biggest joke on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for congratulating me. I know I know you didn't say anything or text me or even acknowledge that playoff baseball is happening and that my team won the World Series, but I could feel the support, so thank you. I, I mean, I predicted they were going to win the World Series. Yeah, we should talk about that, actually. Cooper continues his savant-like... <laughs> baseball playoff predictions <laughs> of nailing every team. You didn't quite get the games right, but you did nail every series all the way through the World Series, I believe. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you only watch like literally probably an inning of baseball all season long, including the postseason? I have an alternate theory that Cooper is actually like a ghostwriter on fangraphs.com and is like super <laughs> deep into baseball sabermetrics community. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we have a lot to catch up on, including that, um, which we might hopefully talk a little bit more about if I have anything to say about it. But first, check out Small Takes on Twitter, at Small Takes, where we've been uh, completely silent for the last month, just as we have been on the podcast. But be on the lookout. Cooper may or may not be changing up the color scheme. So big things happening. That's so exciting. to all 25 of our Twitter followers. <laughs> super stoked. Yeah, yeah, and I know you're upset that your old merch will be out of date. We're going to put new merch on the website. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll take take care of you. Um, 
yeah, check out Twitter at small takes, email us if you want all the small takes at gmail.com download, subscribe. Uh, yeah. If you've, if you just let the small takes, uh, continue to download and you've got like 73 unlistened to episodes in your feed, maybe start with this one. See what you think. Um, okay. Before we get into things that have happened since the last time we podcasted, I wanted to get an update on the status of Manchester United relegation as is customary. So John, um, would you care to give us an update? And also I believe there's, and I want to make sure I get this right, uh, a derby this weekend. Well, close. It's a derby. Um, ah, okay. Thank you. But yeah. Uh, so Manchester United is uh, once again in danger of being relegated. Um, nothing, nothing really has changed much since last time. Uh, you know, um, it's unclear at this point in time. It's a little what we, what we in the business like to say too close to call. Uh, whether or not they'll they'll be relegated or not, but um, definite chance. If I was writing for five thirty eight, I'd probably say it was like a nine and um, twenty four chance of relegation. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that statistical modeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, and this derby this weekend for those who are like myself, uninformed, think it's a derby, like uncultured swine care to enlighten us on what this derby is um so a derby is when you have multiple horses that are on the track all at the same time but i is i which one is is this man city of man united is that the one you're talking about yeah yes is this technically a derby uh kind of yeah it is i mean because they're from the same city i wouldn't call it like the biggest it's definitely not the biggest rivalry and United's season, but it's up there. It's probably the second mm. biggest game. Yeah, behind the game against uh, Everton, right? It's yeah, behind that one. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, behind that one. Yeah. Fulham, big rival. <laughs> no, we're obviously talking about the game between Manchester United and Liverpool. Uh, but yeah, United plays Man City this weekend, Sunday. Uh, fully expect them to get absolutely annihilated by the uh, the train that is Man City right now. They look really yeah. good. And they're probably going to start running away with the Premier League any moment now. Probably. I mean, Arsenal only six points back from from them, so really within striking distance. Um, but unfortunately not for Man United. They're just out of it. Well, just remember that you can only drop uh, 14 points. That's like all the points that City dropped last year. And Arsenal's already dropped six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So... Well, I mean, there's no need to point that out. I mean, we're not in danger of being relegated. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, so my last dumb Derby question: Manchester City and United each have their own stadium, correct? They have to, right? I presume. Yeah, they're both rather nice. Okay, Mm -hmm. who 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 is the home team in this game? We got who the home team is. But is Um, it like? Is it like uh, our stats department? <laughs> okay, get yeah, the stats department. Because what I would like to imagine it's like is like the Red River rivalry where the stadium's like split in half. No, or it's uh, like no, burnt orange no. and red. No, you play no. everyone in the everyone in the Premier League plays twice each year. So what are each season? So one game is at home, the other game's away. This one is, I think, Man City's at home. They are. Yeah. That's correct. Oh, okay, Wilson Cooper. You, you can get an away, if you get an away goal, Cooper. Then eh, you 
So that Unfortunately, helps. that's not how that works either. <laughs> no. <laughs> but again, they confused with the MLS playoffs now. Man United, uh, Man City, 70% win probability. That's shockingly low. Well, it's because 19% is a draw. Um, okay. So. Yep. That makes, yep. yep. So the remaining oh, carry the two. 11%. 11%. <laughs> 11%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks to the stats department for all the some heavy lifting by the stats department early in the podcast tonight. Um, anything else on Premier League? Cooper, would you prefer we move on? Uh, yeah, I'm not watching the no, Kentucky we, Duke game, so I'm going to be distracted should, for a little bit. We should all talk right. about Liverpool. you got to remember right? that one of these players is going to be playing for Cleveland next year. So That is Zion Williamson or... Um, RJ Barrett. Thank you. Yeah. Who definitely, definitely, even though they got offered money to other schools, they decided to go to Duke because of Coach K and his leadership. Because of the education. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The education. <laughs> top the network. Top tier education and the Duke Brotherhood. Yeah. 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 Definitely not duffel bags full of cash. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Should we do one up, one down? That's how I think we're going to cover everything that's happened since the last time we podcasted. We're each going to give. Are up and are down from the past. I guess it's been a little over a month. So, John, do you want to kick us off? Uh, sure. One up, one down. Um, so, John is not prepared. Uh, I'll start with my not super prepared, but I can do this. Um, I just practice closing statements, and that's done to be prepared for that. Um, uh, my one down is uh, it, well, it's actually like fifty points down. Uh, the playoff committee. Playoff committee is the worst. Um, oh, that was going to be my own. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we can counterbalance out there then. No, they're, they're the worst. I hate it. Um, I don't understand why they do that this every week. Um, and it drives me insane. Um, there's no reason to release these polls, and the polls mean actually nothing. Um, we don't get any reasoning or any rationale. And it's not like the AP poll where at least they're transparent about it and they just vote for the teams they like. Or the co- coaches poll where all the coaches just wrote their own self-interest. Um, it's very confusing. Um, so yeah, my down is the playoff committee, uh, cause they're the worst. Um, uh, and, uh, my up is, um, well, not being ranked third in the first rankings cause that's bad luck. So that's nice. Um, but my actual up is, um, the Dodgers season being over. Um, cause it was getting really obnoxious getting updates about them and what they were planning on doing. Not that I was actually watching the world series, but just the fact that they were hanging around was a little bit obnoxious. So I'm glad that's over with. It's very comforting to me that um, I don't have to worry about that anymore. So, okay. Are you like plugged into Dodgers Twitter? Like, do you get alerts when things happen to the Dodgers? Or, like, no, but ESPN I was, I was reading. Uh, I was reading 5:38, and they were talking about LA having a sports. Uh, Oh gosh! Was it the day they had five professional games on the same that day? That was it. Yeah, I forget yeah. what they called it. Like a, not an eclipse. Um, sports apocalypse. Or... No, well they were like it was like uh, equinox. Sports equinox is like all mm-hmm. the. Um, so, oh, LA yeah. certified certified bad sports town. Oh, terrible! Yeah, complete garbage. Just yeah. look at their football team. <laughs> um, all right, Cooper, would you like to give your up and down? All right, so my up is the uh, college football committee. Um, especially the SEC, because oh, somehow they have managed, uh, like, I don't know, 20 teams in the top 25, um, which is more than any 
are even in the conference. Yeah. Uh, especially Auburn. I'd like to give props for that. They're uh, 24th. 24th in the most re- recent rankings, even though they have yet to beat a currently ranked team. Um, and we're getting absolutely destroyed by a um, up until the fourth quarter of that game. So congratulations uh, to the SEC for paying the college football. I don't know. It's about time works. they got a break. I mean, it's been a tough, tough stretch for that conference. Yeah, it's been really rough for them. Um, my down is the rest of college basketball because Zion Williamson just uh, shot a three and made it. I thought you were going to break news and say that he like tore so, his ankle or something. So I'm going to do <laughs> the biggest, quickest overreaction to college basketball ever. Uh, the rest of college basketball is absolutely screwed. Because this Duke team looks really good. Oh, you know uh, what I'm? I, can, I'm going to change my up actually. Um, not a lot. And my down. I'm going to I'm going to switch <laughs> both of them right now. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to do a complete trade in. Um, we have a recount. We have a recount on the up yeah. and down. <laughs> so I'm going to leave those behind. My up is college basketball refereeing, and my down is NBA refereeing. Because um, I haven't watched a college basketball game or an NBA game at all. But I know that the refereeing has been terrible and completely inconsistent in the NBA. Um, and they're allowing way too much traveling um, and stuff. And I can't what? wait for the college games where you can just run to blow. What are you talking about? That'd be great. Um, also, the shot clock, perpetual down. Uh, that, that thing's back. And apparently shorter in the NBA now, right? Is that, is that true? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, been that way for a long time. No, I thought they. I thought they took like another two seconds off or something. No, I don't think it resets to twenty four after. Oh, that's what a it is. Rebound now. Yeah, after an offensive rebound, it resets to like sixteen or fourteen. Yeah, it's just like it's insane. Why? Why? I just, I just like the idea of you watching co- of NBA basketball in twenty eighteen, being like, man, I've never noticed before that these guys travel a lot. <laughs> no, I mean no, it's just a fact of life, and I think we need to <laughs> constantly be aware of it. I mean, we we need to be cognizant of it. Um, like, yeah, it's just so bad. Ugh. Like, I don't feel, even feel like it's like real anymore. Like, you just turn it, you turn it, turn on like the last ten minutes of the game, and you're like, oh, maybe they're gonna play basketball. Who knows? Also, what how, what is Dwight Howard doing? Is he, has he actually played yet this season? <laughs> like. I think he played. He played one game. The Wizards are terrible. <laughs> so bad. Wizards are really bad. Um, oh, this is what we should talk about. Instead of talking about relegation, we should talk about the Eastern Conference basketball standings. No. How are we gosh, doing? No, the two please. front runners. Please, How you guys no. feeling? Okay, I hmm. would contend that um, hmm. the Bucks were like they. they it's not a, 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 like shock that they are out to a hot start. Same with the Raptors. Oh no! It's a shock that the Raptors. Actually, no, it's not because LeBron's no. gone. So yeah, yeah. you're right. They're the covers is so wide open, and they also Cross. picked up a former yeah, MVP. Gone. Yeah. Wait, they... Kawhi's number one MVP. Has he? Did he? No, but he won a final. No, I think, I, I think he MVP. just gave him an MVP yeah. trophy. Yeah, okay. right there, just real quick. The small <laughs> takes MVP trophy. Whoa! The Nuggets have only lost one game. Mm-hmm. They beat Man. the Celtics last night. Whew! Celtics suck. Okay, let's let's take a look at those standings again, shall we, John? I mean, the Sixers have played one more game, and they're a half a game back. But man, uh, are we talking money, percentage for the money you're paying your stars? That's pretty disappointing. <laughs> There's a salary cap in the NBA, John. No, he's not. Is there? Oh my goodness, John! <laughs> Did you miss season one of all the small takes? 
<laughs> but we, I'm, but we don't, we don't pay people out. Are we really paying as much salary as the Celtics? Oh my I mean, goodness. teams can go over and pay the luxury tax. Yeah, I thought you guys. I thought the Celtics were over right now. With, I'm pretty sure they're I not. I'm pretty sure the, the Celtics only teams are. No, are, the Celtics aren't over. Are the Lakers over? No. Okay. Are it's the Warriors? Like the Rockets, the Warriors. I mean, the Rockets Those definitely are. Two big ones. Um, I don't know. Other teams are. I would say a lot of teams are very close to like being over the cap or slightly over the cap, but might not have hit the luxury tax limit because of what happened two years ago when they raised the cap and then gave like crazy contracts to people like Ennis Cantor. Oh yeah, Timothy Maz got here. Yeah. So, um, pretty much everyone's kind of flirting with the cap line. In the what's, NBA right now. what's wild is how much of a dumpster fire the Timberwolves have been made out to be, but they're like, got, they've got very similar records to the Rockets and the Lakers. It's like, wow. There's also a cap floor in the NBA, John. So I know, I know there's them. a cap floor. Yeah, okay. I knew that. And I knew like so the like next, con- next contract like all Nets. operate. Yeah. Yeah, the Nets flooded with the cap floor for a while. It, it's intended to prevent teams from tanking, right? Yeah, that does a really good job of that. I know uh, you just over you just overpay bad players. <laughs> it's an easy way around that. Zion Williamson weighs two hundred eighty-five pounds. Yeah, I'm seeing this now. That's he would be the Stephon. third heaviest player in the NBA. Oh, That's the answer to Kevin Durant, right? But it doesn't stop him from jumping from like having like a forty-eight inch vertical. Just yeah. step on Kevin Durant's foot and shatter it. My goodness. Ooh. That dude does that not. Ugly. Could you imagine looking like that when you were 18 years old? He's like the. He's like. Uh, I know Bo this Scarborough. is great for a podcast. He's the we're new Bo kind of mix, We're mixing those. Uh, oh, Jeff is. Know, Jeff audio is kind of visual uh-huh. cues. Jeff's bestowing but the Bo yes. Scarborough curse. Yeah. <laughs> so Zion's going <laughs> to get hurt here in about five minutes and. Never um, really play again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. Bo Scarborough. Um, I guess I should probably do my up and down too. That's what we were doing, right? This was a segment at one point in time. Apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, okay. My up. You guys are gonna be shocked. My up. I'll give you a guess about what my up is. Uh, baseball popularity for releasing the Gold Glove winners on Sunday night during the Sunday night football game. That was a close second. It's actually the Columbus crew staying in Columbus. Oh, is that happening? It's happening. It's all but happening. I mean, it's 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 more Dude, or less. Where have you been, man? <laughs> well, I'm not on social media. I've I've had a lot of work. All right, this is like this is <laughs> not been fun. <laughs> this is like we're doing the podcast for John right now. Yeah, yeah. no, this is great. Audience of one. So yeah, the Columbus crew. Uh, the owner of the. Browns. Yep. You uh, got it. Yep. I'm with it. Uh, <laughs> it is a very like serious talks. I don't know if it's been hundred percent finalized, but um, I think it has like the MLS's blessing to actually buy the team from the current owner who intended to move it to Austin. Um, mm-hmm. And the crew are also in the conference semifinals and have a one to nothing on aggregate uh, lead over um, Rebel. New York Rebels. Yeah. So things are looking up in Columbus. That's disappointing that the Red Bulls are down. Oh, well. well, I mean, you got to remember that was the home leg for the crew. Yeah. yeah. The Red Bulls are, might be the best team historically in the MLS. It would still be kind of a major upset. If the crew it would be a huge upset, yeah. Well, that's wild that they actually 
allowed the team to be sold to the Browns manager. That's like the model of, model of a first class organization. Worst organization ever, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess the Kings were pretty bad with Boogie Cousins and all that, but sheesh. I mean, if we're talking about worst organizations, I think the Knicks are like the gold standard. Knicks? Yeah. Although KD is coming to save the day. That also happened since man, so much has happened since the last time we podcasted. Um, He's so not anyway. going to the New York, is he? Oh, John! <laughs> is that really a thing? His his brother, what did his brother comment on like an Instagram post that said like get let's get, get our rings till we get out here, we yeah. get out of here, and then I think it's like I don't know who, but like kind of the same way that like the LeBron to LA thing started, like with whispers. It's been like whispered that people in the know think that Katie is has his eyes on the Knicks. That'd and they ticked, ticked off that all these guys are receiving like getting theirs and he hasn't gotten his huge contract yet. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I had kind of assumed he had, but I guess he took a pay cut. He, it was yeah. About a, yeah, ten million per year pay cut to play for the Warriors. I yeah. thought he got I thought he got a big contract with the Thunder though. I thought he was there for two. He might have been, but not since the cap's gone up. Not well, since not they've since gone the to these like yeah. supermax deals. Yeah, and this would be his last chance to right to get the supermax in theory. Well, I guess well, not I mean, his last he could, chance. No, not his last his, chance. Probably his best chance. Yeah, undoubtedly, yeah. If, especially if New York is offering to pay you. Yeah. So anyway, John continues to be wow. amazed by what's happened in the amazing. last four weeks uh, above ground. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess my down is going to be uh, my sleep schedule for the past month. Because um, the only thing that baseball does worse than promoting its awards and players is scheduling playoff games to start at 8 o'clock or later Eastern time. And I understand when they were on the West Coast, it was kind of by necessity. Um, the, one that really, the one that really did me in was the 18-inning, uh, the, the double baseball game, uh, yeah. two, two for the price of one. I know I have very little room to complain because my team did, as we discussed, win the World Series, ending a year and a half long drought uh, for Boston sports fans, um, like myself. So um, yeah, my down, my down was my sleep for the past month. So we're we're slowly getting that back into sync up until tonight because it's ten fifteen, and we're we're still getting through the pod. Um, anything else? Anything else of note that we need to Cooper? Do we anything else we need to let John know? Yeah, I feel. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, this dude team is unreal. All right, Kentucky's literally terrified of letting Zion dunk the ball, and so uh, it's I mean, just wouldn't you be? Watching these fast breaks. Okay, this is like like some more great visual podcasting we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Like Cooper paint you a picture of words. Yeah. It really feels yeah, I'm probably doing just as well as that one time when I was driving through West Virginia listening to three guys <laughs> call call the West Virginia football game while while they're watching it on television. Never forget. Uh, the Spurs are in fourth. That's great. <laughs> John, you know Nerd good. you know Nerd Dame's undefeated, right? I know I was gonna I am I'm, I'm pretty sure I said that at some point in time. He was about to ask us. I was talking about the basketball team. Sorry, we beat UIC. Oh. We beat UIC tonight. Nice. And speaking of, speaking of early season college basketball overreactions, people forget Notre Dame was fifth in the country last year <laughs> after they won the, the, the Maui bump. Oh, that was great. That was they a won the Maui State. and then lost at home. Lost at home to Ball State. Yeah, Ball so hard. Ball so hard State. It still doesn't beat Indiana jumping up to like number one in the country and then promptly losing to 
Indiana University, Purdue University, Fort Wayne at home. I feel like expectations are high for Indiana, though. They should they have um, – who is the big recruit? Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Langford, Romeo Langford. Yeah. So. Did I tell you I had lunch? Um, Caitlin <laughs> and I had lunch near the uh, the basketball team and their recruits. These guys are huge. Big. <laughs> Hey, for the record, I just want to be on the record. I'm a way bigger fan of season two of our podcast than season one. Yeah. <laughs> we you should know, be having chocolate milk tonight, too. I mean, in case anyone <laughs> was wondering about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, season two of our podcast is sponsored by chocolate milk, actually. It's the ultimate recovery drink. Uh huh. It gets John a little loopy. Um, all right. Should we do. Well, should we do our pick six or should we retire that to season one of the pod? We could just reset the standings. Why don't we do that? Um, I thought we established that we were going to assume that our like pick prediction rate was going to stay consistent at like 66%. Um, and then just like strapulate our records forward. Uh, so oh, does well, that mean that John lost a couple more not games? Fair. That's uh-huh. not fair because now I'm like four <laughs> games back. Well, let's, let's defer to the stats department. I'll, I'll crunch the numbers for y'all beep, later. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean's uh, eight games back. No, from, uh, so. me, who I'm like three games back of Jeff. Can we get this in a graph form? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tweet that later. We'll get, we'll get it charted up in the new color scheme. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, the pick six. We are, we are going to continue to do the pick six. Uh, we have a slate of games this weekend to pick from college football and professional football. We will start with the the team that Cooper has conspicuously failed to mention. Uh, I thought the one up one down would naturally bring this out, but I should have known better. Uh, Ohio State. Well, I, Michi- I briefly mentioned them in my uh, sports purgatory comment. Yeah, you did. You which really you set them the mood for the podcast. Yeah. Well, we look how we bounce back. <laughs> um, Ohio State is at Michigan State. They are three point favorites, which feels like. Strangely, even though they're a fav- favorite on the like road, actually, well, it's surprise. I think it's it's a testament to how poorly they've played the last two weeks because it feels yeah. like, I mean, Michigan State's had an okay year, but like an Ohio State of two weeks ago would have been like seven to ten point favorites at Michigan State. So, um, I guess we can start with you, Cooper. Who do you like in this game? Okay, so Michigan State's actually ranked at 18th. Um, so it's an 18-10 matchup. Michigan State at home. Classic 18-10 the, matchup. Yep, classic. Uh, Michigan State, I think, has the best rush defense in the country, uh, which good news for Ohio State because they can't run the ball, so that doesn't matter. Um, Ohio State's defense couldn't be worse, but also might not be a problem for Ohio State because Michigan State uh, doesn't have a quarterback. Shocking, considering uh, everyone kind of thought Brian Lewerke was going to be good for the Spartans this year. Um, man, these games are all re- always or have been pretty tough since Urban Meyer's gotten there. Um, and oftentimes pretty close. Really, the only exception being last year, where Ohio State spanked Michigan State by, I think, like 50 points. Um, I'll take Ohio State and the points. Oof. John, well, you're you're laying the points. Is that the correct terminology? I don't, yeah, you're not taking the points. 
Okay, man. At least I know that the Knicks are interested. In okay, so Jeff, where are you, where are you going? Oh, you, oh, you're, you're, oh, look at you taking control of the <laughs> segment, John. Well, I mean, uh, he is like 10 games back. He's got to make some progress. Yeah, I'm sure he's got to put himself in the catbird seat somehow. Get, some, get an edge on us. I'll take Ohio State, too. I think this is like – Ohio State has to snap out of it. Like they're – this is this has like them absolutely steamrolling Michigan State written all over it. I just think that they're too talented. Well, Michigan State is coming off a big win over Maryland, twenty-four <laughs> to three. So lest we forget, um, geez, I'm just gonna take Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself into it. into like pole position, and then you didn't even take advantage of having an edge. Game. I'll do it on this one. I'll go. I'll go third on this one. All right. <laughs> I'll start with this one. Oh, go wait, John. Do you want to set this up? Because you actually were the one that did the research on. Oh, uh, sure, sure. This is your little tidbit, which is an awesome tidbit on Iowa home games. Iowa home games. So yeah, this is the uh, Iowa names each of their home games, and they're each sponsored also. So this is the military appreciation game brought to you by the Iowa Community Credit Union um, for the troops. For the troops, uh, it's uh, Northwest. They're hosting Northwestern. The leaders. Or in the clubhouse. Well, not quite in the clubhouse, but leaders right now for the Big Ten West, um, which is pretty wild because they have four losses. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, uh, Iowa, 10-point favorites over Northwestern, so you can either take Iowa and lay the points, or you can take Northwestern and take the points. So there you go. 10 points to be had. Okay, I'll go Cooper, first. you're eating your shirt, so uh, you can go first. Oh. I'm going to take Northwestern sitting on the points. Is that a thing? Yeah. Sweet. I don't – like, this game's not a night game. It's at Iowa. That's tough. Ten points is a lot for an Iowa football team. Like, this game could easily be, I think, like, 17, 14, 20, 14. That's not ten points. Last time I did math. Um, not a math teacher. Who knows? I'll go with uh, Northwestern. All right, Jeff. <laughs> um, man, I, I don't want to continue to be in violent agreement with Cooper, but I think I am here. I think Northwestern is – like I, I don't think – I agree. I think that this is a game that is going to be close no matter what. I actually think Northwestern could – I mean, they could very well win this game. I, I like Northwestern throwing the points out and saying we're going to go in. Wow. Okay, so Jeff's going to take it straight up. I'm going to sprinkle on the money line. Does he get double the point? I'm just okay, oh, whatever. money line. Yeah, give me the money line. As the sole member of the stats department for this podcast, I have no yeah. idea how many. Oh, you're saying how that. do we account for that? Yeah, um, Jeff doesn't get the benefit of the ten points. <laughs> well, I get the benefit of the ten points. Just let the record show. No, no, that wager you just took was was Northwestern straight up. So. Okay, all right, um, Northwestern straight up. <laughs> uh, because of that, um, because Jeff took Northwestern straight up, I was going to take Iowa, but I will just take Northwestern, um, and I will take the 10 points um, <laughs> that have generously been given. These are cowards. <laughs> okay, well, look, Iowa, Iowa's last two games have been against Purdue and Penn State. They lost both of them. Uh, they lost by six to Penn State, and they lost by two to Purdue. I don't know if you think either one of those is a good football team. I know that Indiana and Maryland are bad, and Iowa took care of them by a lot, so... I will take Iowa um, in all actuality because I think this is not going to be close because I don't think Northwestern is going to be good enough. John, it's your segment. Keep going, man. Oh, okay. We'll keep going. All right. So now we've got uh, 
the uh, the Garbage Cats, um, playing host to the New Orleans Saints. Um, the Saints somehow are three point favorites um, playing against the Kincinnati Bengals. Um, so Cooper can go last this time because it's in Cincinnati. Um, Jeff, who do you want winning? Hmm. Hold on, I'm doing a little digging on some because the the narrative is you take the Saints out of the dome and the Saints um, don't win. Saints struggle. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, trying to see if there's an edge here. Effectively, they're saying that if they were playing in New Orleans, the Saints would win by at least six. Yeah, which I think is correct. But I also think I the weather forecast for Ohio this weekend is pretty uh, wintry. Pretty wintry. Like, we've moved we've moved pretty quickly through fall and into winter. Um, there's one thing we know it's Michael Thomas doesn't play well in Ohio right it's true that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll you take... take all those Ohio State players from New Orleans and put them in Ohio probably not the same performances I'll take the Bengals Ooh. going for the upset yeah alright Cooper who do you want yeah I'll take the Saints uh, this one's obvious as a Bengals fan uh, you don't pick the Bengals here in tough camps um, especially concerning that the Saints secondary is essentially the Ohio State uh, starting secondary from like three years ago. So they're going to feel pretty comfortable in Ohio. Um, I think this one's obvious. It's the Saints. The Bengals are not that good, especially concerning A.J. Green's out in like three weeks because of foot. Ooh, I did not know that. Mm. Yep, insider information. <laughs> I did not know that. News. So, so I'm going to take the Saints um, and we'll move on. Um, <laughs> This next one is the fun, the fun one. Uh, Michigan, 37.5-point favorites. But here's the kicker, traveling all the way across Ohio and Pennsylvania to go and play in New Jersey against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Um, little known fact, Rutgers, where college football was born, also, they were originally, they were around before, they're older than the United States. They were the one of the few colonial colleges not to make it into the Ivy League. So, bummer there. Um, anyway, Rutgers, formerly Queens College. So, Jeff, do you Michi- want Michigan? No, I want Michigan. Do you want Michigan? You're going to lay 37 and a half yes, points. Yes, I will. That is a bold statement. Rutgers is a boldly terrible team. Do you think Rutgers has lost by that much at all this season? I don't, because you asked the question. Well, I'm looking it up now. So <laughs> here we all go. All right, uh, Cooper. I'll, I'll continue to look. Rutgers lost to Kansas, right? Like, yes, that, that is enough evidence that for happened. me. <laughs> they did. That, that that Ohio State. Season. Ohio State laid the wood to Rutgers. Early in the season, Kansas laid the wood to Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers is awful. Put your Kansas. mortgage on. Michigan. Okay, so yeah, I mean, obvious. The obvious bet is Michigan. They're playing uh, home game in New Jersey. Um, their defense probably scores at least three touchdowns. I don't see Rutgers scoring any touchdowns. Um, I yeah, think there's a good, good day for the Wolverines. That means that their offense has to score three yeah, touchdowns, their, their and, two touchdowns is, and a field goal. <laughs> yeah, I think their offense is capable of mustering that. Okay, so you guys are all going to take Michigan. <laughs> yeah, and now we've boxed you into a corner. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, I could have oh, picked on. two games. Season's so on the line, John. 
You're not going to take Rutgers here? Soft. Uh, no, I'm not going to take Rutgers. <laughs> I'm so scared. That's like a game where you pick like you pick Rutgers, it's a big number, and then like five minutes in, when it's 14 nothing Michigan, you absolutely hate yourself. Yeah. All right, so that's, that's, a, that's a triple threat on Michigan there, so they're probably going to get upset this weekend. Um, gosh, wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> All right, um, second to last game here. Only SEC game because it's the only SEC game that matters this week. Um, the Bully Bulldogs of Mississippi State are 24-point underdogs playing in Bryant-Denny Stadium against the – we can't spell elephant, so our mascot is Crimson Tide, um, Alabama. Are you picking uh, this one first? Considering you've gone not first every single time before this. Well, no, I'm hosting and I'm trying to fade <laughs> you guys, so that's why I'm not going first. So, okay. Cooper, let's do it. Let's buy. All right. All right. Yep. Sweet. There's no way I'm not taking Bama here. I've been on. I feel like I'm the only one who's actually appreciated how good Bama is all season. Um, Alabama's very good. Very, 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 very good. I think the only way they possibly don't cover the spread here is if, you know, they're kind of coming off that emotional win at LSU by 29 points, um, which doesn't really sound like that emotional of a win in hindsight. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take Bama. All right. Jeff? Uh, Bama. No That's all. All right. That, that is all. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, the tables have switched, John. <laughs> I'd love if um, Nick Fitzgerald actually recognized the football when he had it in his hands um, and could, you know, put some spin on it and throw it. But Wait. Oh, no. He's only good at running the ball. That's true. Only good at running the ball. And he had his – Do you, did you watch the Egg Bowl last year where he had his ankle, like, basically – Oh, yes. This was gross. Oh, so gross. Um. I don't think he's recovered from that, um, but because so, somehow it had an effect on his throwing. Oh gosh! I'm going to take Alabama, and we're going to triple threat them. Yeah, yep. Yep. I'm okay with that. That's fine. We've done that to Ohio State. We've done that to Michigan. Let's do it to Bama. I think the reason people are sleeping on this Alabama team is they don't realize that it's not like your dad's Alabama team. And when I say your dad's, I mean like from like the past decade where they have like a great defense and like an okay enough offense. Their offense is the best offense in college football to go with an elite defense. And that's just not something that you're used to seeing with Alabama. They haven't run into a team with like that actually has a legitimate offense though yet. Cause that's a, been a huge problem in the sec. Like the closest that's come is Texas A&M, I think. And they're not good. Yeah. So who knows? Alabama's really good. I, know that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, you asked the question. <laughs> All right. Now, um, last one. Um, forecast in South Bend this weekend is snow. Um, and the Seminoles are coming to town for a rematch from that game where Everett Olson scored the winning touchdown. Um, and the garbage ACC referees took it away and took away our shot at a college football uh, playoff run. But anyway, Notre Dame favored by 18, hosting Florida State. It's senior game. It's the last game in Notre Dame Stadium this year before they go on the road to play at Syracuse, play hosting Syracuse in 
Yankee Stadium and then playing at USC. What do you guys see? You're really going to let us go first before you again? Yeah, well, I mean, I already know what I'm picking. I don't really care. All right, yeah, I'm going to take the Irish here. Um, this is not the game uh, in the stretch that I was worried about with Notre Dame. Actually, that was the game that happened this past weekend. So I feel pretty good about the Irish. Yeah, Jeff? Hmm. The combination of the weather, uh, Notre Dame. Jeff, have you I, watched a Florida State football game this year? I haven't, and that's why I'm not, <laughs> I'm not jumping oh. over this. Because um, I'm looking at like even the good teams – even the bad teams they've played. Like they beat Louisville by four, and Louisville just got an 80 burger hung on them by Clemson. <laughs> that was so bad. So, yeah, like, give me Notre Dame. This shouldn't be close at all. Okay, I'm going to um, try and counteract what's going on here and say <laughs> Florida State's a good football team. They got some talented guys. They have athletes. They've got athletes, and they're coming up to South Bend, and they've been, you know kind of dumped on all year this is a chance for them to get back into the mix by the same token ian book is an actual quarterback which is not something that we've seen at notre dame technically in a while um because deshaun kaiser was never fully there mentally you know he was always somewhere else um but anyway um i'm gonna take notre dame i think it's very likely that we score we won by far more than 18 decent chance that it's close but this is the game where you pull out all the stops and have a lot of fun and score a lot of points. You do that thing we did against Stanford where you hand the ball off. You pretend to hand the ball off and then roll over to the other side and make the defense look like complete idiots and throw to the other side of the field. We should be doing a lot of that because their defense, they're kind of idiots. Um, That's very bad. They're very bad. Anyway, there we go. So that's it for that. So we're in alignment on one, uh, two, three, four games. So the only ones we aren't is Saints, Bengals, and Northwestern Iowa. I, I tried to diversify um, the games for us this week, um, and that did not happen. So, oh, we didn't know the Mortal Lock. The Mortal Lock got moved down. That's my bad. Oh, uh, no, throw it in here now, though. Let's do it yeah. now. Mortal Lock this week um, is the over, 81 and a half. Um, that's the, the line. Take the over for Idaho, Idaho State playing at Cal Poly Slow. Um, not Southern, I think. It's SLO, so I don't know what that's an abbreviation for. Um, but 81 and a half, that's, uh, that's a lot of points. But that was the most points on a over-under line for this week. So if you're bold and you're strong, then you should definitely take that. Uh, Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. Oh, Excuse me? San Luis Obispo is is what slow is an abbreviation for. Okay, cool. The more you know. Uh, John, let's do the college football playoff rankings. Right. So we had a record number of teams make it into our rankings this week, um, (laughs) partially because of how Cooper did his rankings. But uh, we'll go from the bottom up because that might be more exciting. Um, In 12th place, Syracuse. (laughs) So I think that's actually the same as the committee ranking or close. Maybe Syracuse is 14. Yeah. Um, yeah. In 11th, we have the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Um, They're actually tied for 10th. Um, Sorry, I'll fix that. With the the 
Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, so similar teams there, similar re- resumes. Um, both from the state of Ohio. Yeah. Both from the state of Ohio. Um, eking it out by one point over Ohio State is Michigan. Um, tied with Michigan in eighth is uh, Fresno State. First entry into the poll, Fresno State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a way to do it, you know. Um, now we have we had a lot of ties. Tied for sixth, we have the two. We have the we have UCF and UGA um, Bulldogs. So that is our first SEC team in this poll. Um, oh my bad, tabulated this completely wrong. Oh, because Michigan department. is both tied for eighth, and Michigan is also in fifth um, in this rendition <laughs> of the poll. <laughs> so. Does um, that make them in like second? No, they would still be in fifth um, <laughs> if they had all these oh. points. But not sure how that happened. Well, actually. the 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 Michigan that's eighth is the the early season Michigan, and the Michigan that's a fifth is the like current Michigan. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you can't judge in, them. Yeah. In fourth, we have Clemson. Uh, they make the playoff. Oh, this is confusing again because um, <laughs> UCF is also in third, um, and it just seemed <laughs> to being. In sixth. <laughs> uh, and then tied uh, at the top. Do you guys want to guess who it is? Uh, Alabama Notre Dame. Shocker, yeah. that one. Shocker. So um, our playoff is Notre Dame, Alabama, and UCF. And, and Clemson, because there are actually four teams that make the playoff. Um, so. All undefeated. Thanks for Oklahoma. They must uh, <laughs> feel bad to be ranked. Below all those teams, Big well, I mean, Syracuse has played a tough schedule, you know. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I'm really glad to see those group of five teams get some love. It's about time, especially yeah, UC. I mean, they, they took three spots. They're, the they're part of the Power Six conference. Yeah, structure. Well, Fresno State's not part of the Power Six. They're not part. Of Are the they in the WAC? Six. Yeah, I think they're in the WAC. Well, late, the night, late night WAC snack. Yeah, I'm surprised Temple didn't make it in, but you know, mm, it's not maybe the next poll. <laughs> I'm sure they're in the top 25. They are a power six. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, they are. Why didn't Auburn a- come in here? Well, because Auburn, Auburn's straight garbage. <laughs> but AAC football is actually I enjoy watching AAC football. That's fun. UConn, UConn, and Memphis too. on a Thursday mm, night really gets yeah, it going. Let me some of that. Or undefeated <laughs> USF taking on undefeated UCF. You know. The battle of the acronyms. Mm. Weird things happen in Florida, as we were discussing earlier off air. <laughs> it's a different okay. place, man. Um, wow. Is Duke going to hang a 100-burger on Kentucky? In the first game of the season? Because they're might. on pace to do it right now. <laughs> this is, yeah. Um, all right. So that, that'll be the last of the visual audio commentary for the night. Let's do the waste of data and finish it up. Uh, do you guys have waste of data? Yes. John, go. Waste of data is preseason football polls um, because we're seeing the effect now um, and how the, the college football playoff committee ranks people. Um, they're ridiculous. They contribute to strength of schedule, which is insane um, because it's just random opinions you have about teams uh, before they've even played a football game. There should not be any polls until the fourth week of the season, and a college football playoff committee should not do anything until – I don't know, the last week of the season. I'm not a fan of polls. Polling is dumb. Uh, yeah. Unless it's a small takes approved uh, st- small stats takes department approved. poll. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. we have methodology. <laughs> we have accountability <laughs> and transparency. <laughs> uh, all right, Cooper, do you have voice data? Uh, I don't think anything that can match John's. Um, no, my wasted data is that Ohio traded uh, LeBron James for uh, Mellow Ball, so that makes me feel good. I did see that he's coming to play. Yeah. I had to look up. I had to look up the name of the town that he was playing, and it's in Northeast uh, Ohio. It is Northeast Ohio. So yeah, we have a new star. Thank goodness, <laughs> our new king. Our new king, <laughs> <laughs> Prince Mellow has arrived. Prince Mellow and his king Lavar. Oh gosh, the next era. <laughs> Can't wait for his decision, right? Can't wait for him Taking to my leave. talents to Bosnia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. My waste of data to finish it up is um, Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe, who I, who I typically like. Um, but he wrote a column after the Red Sox won that said the best Red Sox team ever, question mark. The 1912 guys have something to say about that. Um, comparing this 2018 team to the 1912 Boston Red Sox when uh, I'm pretty sure the pitcher's mounds were either flat or like 18 feet tall um, and they didn't let black players play and the dimensions of the ballpark were like 200 feet down the lines and 500 feet to center. Um, just well, a ridiculous... He, he was an eyewitness. <laughs> he <Yeah>. was. <laughs> he and Dan Shaughnessy were sitting uh, behind the first base dugout. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, just just a ridiculous comparison to make. Like any one of those guys, like I, I'm not different. Like you, like, I don't think you can compare eras, but you can also absolutely compare eras. And the quality of baseball that's played now is like it's not even the same sport they're playing in 1912. Like quite literally, not the same sport. Oh, I was about to ask a baseball question, but it's just not worth it. it. It's just too late. Do it. Isn't that like pre-whatever live yes. ball, dead ball? Yeah, I was going to talk about that. It's pre-live yeah. ball, pre ball era. Yeah. And do you know what that means? Uh, have we done that segment? We've and, absolutely uh, done that before. Cooper? We have. We did it in season one. <laughs> well, we got new uh, listeners in season two, so like we can, I don't know. No, I don't back. need to hear okay. this again. It's really simple. Doesn't that have someone to do with like someone died at like a night game or something like that? Yeah, they used to not switch. Something. They used to not switch the ball out um, as yeah. regularly as they do now, and so it used yeah. to get really grimy, and they couldn't see it at night. And the guy got beamed in the head and died. Um, Baseball. They also didn't it's have. The I'm also pretty sure they didn't have lights on the field. Which they didn't. Yeah, oh, absolutely not. Made a maybe more likely that you would see the ball flying yeah. at you. But anyway, so yeah, that's the live ball era. Now they switch the ball out. 1912 Red Sox, greatest team ever. Uh, I'm confused with the 1913 Black Sox, right? Or is that 19? 1919. I think. Joe. If you build it, they will come. If you build it. That movie, zero sense. Oh, I will. Zero sense. mm. No, nothing makes sense about that movie. They never explain to you where the dead people are coming from, or even if they're really dead. Coming from a guy who hasn't seen any of the Rocky movies. Oh yeah. Okay, but that that doesn't disqualify me from thinking that Field of Dreams is a classic sports movie. No, of course it, it does. You now have like no legitimate opinion on sports movies. Have you seen um, what's the one with Rock? Have you seen The Natural? No. 
oh, come on. That one makes more sense. And they never explain why he plays with a magic baseball bat. Or how on earth his thumb, like his, he had like staples. What what disease he was afflicted with? Uh, <laughs> all I know is that Henry Roengarter broke his arm, and was all led the Cubs. So that that's the the real one that you can't explain. Oh, Ricky, the, Ricky yeah, of the Air. Ricky of the Air. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the other? What's the um <laughs> the one with the the it's Indians? So Charlie Sheen. Oh, Major League. Major League. Yeah. Also a classic. By far the worst is Fever Pitch. Um, that we can agree on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's uh, John's far four of baseball teams. Yep, that's exactly what that is. Um, and that uh, is we the show. We didn't talk about Angels in the Outfield, though. <laughs> so good. <laughs> John, we just want to go to bed. It's got wait, more toss in that. I'm pretty. It's the. Is it the same guy from <laughs> Lethal Weapon? Because that was that was that's what makes the movie so good. No, Have Joseph Gordon-Levitt the... is in Angels in the Outfield. Well, he's the kid. No, but I'm talking. No, That's I'm like talking about the coach, the manager. Oh, I don't know. Have I've you guys it. seen? Have you guys seen Lethal Weapons? Lethal Weapon one, two, three, and four. Have you seen those? I'm yeah. guessing not. Oh gosh, they're they're great. They're like they're. It's just it's. Hey, could uh, you give us a line by line description of the movie? Oh, like that? What is? Oh no, it's Die Hard in the Office where he does. He yeah. knows the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my uh, mind, was... Die Hard and Lethal Weapon are like the same movie. Oh, they're I... very different. Are we still podcasting right now? Oh, we absolutely are. are. Yeah. Awesome. And, and Duke is gonna hang fifty burger in the first half. <laughs> At least they're probably gonna get to like sixty. Yeah. Caitlin's favorite movie is Lethal Weapon Four. <laughs> All right, can we end the yeah? Jeff, all right. Come on, I've, I've, I've tried like three times, and John keeps mentioning movies. That is the podcast. Fine. <laughs> Thank you for watching, listening, and uh, just like I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Osmosising all the small takes. <laughs> this is a this is a full sensory all the small takes. That sounds um, inappropriate. Oh gosh! Not touch. Just touch is the only going. sense we didn't use. Keep, no, keep going. Don't don't get <laughs> sidetracked. Let's roll. Let's wrap this up. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, new color scheme coming soon, and uh, we'll be back maybe next week, maybe in a month. <laughs> uh, and until next time. Dope. Oh man, that went uh, off the rails. Really did. <laughs> <laughs>